Dishing up tasty morsels of tarot wisdom. Oracle Soup with your host, Katrina Wynn and Gina Thies, two saucy sisters, broadcasting from the magnificent Oregon coast and from deep in the heart of Texas. And inviting your questions about tarot, oracles, counseling skills, reading advice, and more. On Facebook, like our Oracle Soup page and share your wisdom. Soup is hot and it's ready to be served. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Oracle Soup. I am Gina Thies, and here with my gal pal, Katrina. Katrina, Katrina Wynn out in Oregon. <laughs> yes, I'm here in a very hot Texas. Oi. <laughs> and this is the perfect time of the year for Oregon. The light is so bright and things are dry most of the time, This, time, you know, with global warming. And I just spend a lot of time mowing. I get great exercise doing it. <laughs> Well, I've gotten some exercise, too, by just working in my garage. Um, <laughs> I just recently moved, and I had to prepare my garage to park my car in. And just a full, I, I, I dropped four pounds just working in the garage one day for the, the, the whole day because I'm sweating and sweating. And, um, and, you know, you were busy, I was busy, and both of us kind of had to drop out of a lot of our tarot stuff to take care of all this busyness, right? Yes, I'm sure our listeners have missed us. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of like, welcome back. We've, we we were on hiatus, and now we are here. But, yeah, we had to spend some time away. But it's necessary, you know? It is necessary. In fact, I actually think that's what we should talk about with our listeners because somehow I think there might be some folks out there who have the idea that when you have a tarot business like you and myself, that, you know, it's just like a constant everyday blah, 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 and you can't take time out. Or they think that if time out shows up for whatever planned or unplanned reason, uh, then uh, that's going to mess up your business. But I think we're going to tell you some things that might help you think about it a little differently. But I've heard many, many things about being away, even from social media. And, and, and Facebook and, you know, Twitter and, and those things, you know, and it, it being such a, 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 you know, it's hindrance in terms of, you know, people seeing your information, all kinds of things, which actually have proved not to be the case. If you pay attention to algorithms and all that sort of thing, you can probably measure. However, if you develop relationships with people, that's what it's all about. People are always yeah. interested in what you have to say. So, yes, yeah. we will be discussing that, um, especially maybe from a from a both personal and professional perspective. Yeah. And, you know, when we, we've been doing these tarot card features, and Gene and I were thinking about, well, what tarot card kind of goes with this message? And we both kind of tuned right into the same card, right? <laughs> That's <laughs> right. The appropriate card is the hanged man or the hanging man. Um, or the hanged one. Or the hanged Sometimes one. Just the hanged one. Number twelve, <laughs> Trump number twelve in most decks. Yes, key twelve in most decks is typically associated with you know postponements, um, 
things that hang in the balance or suspension. Mm-hmm. It is also um, just much like its neighbor, the death card, about transition. Right. And so, and to me, it is a period of gestation. So it's a gestation period um, that's representing the hangman. In people may agree. It's like enough, you know, see things are happening, but then it seems like things are at a standstill, right? Right. In fact, when I'm teaching, I like to kind of supply some keywords to my students because, but I always encourage them to create their own. But for me, one of the keywords that goes with that hanged man or hanged one is sacrifice because we really do have to let go of our notions, our ideas, me, 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 my thought about where I thought things were going. You know, for instance, I had all these great plans. I was going to be doing A, B, and C, and I was moving forward. And then life happened. And it forces you to, like you said, you you have to pause, you know, maybe you're in suspension. But if you allow it to, uh, it's a little bit like that moving into a rebirth canal. We're not on the other side yet, but it's the beginnings of going into the underworld or being literally upside down and seeing things from a completely new and different perspective. That is a very good point about the perspectives. I was also thinking that. And some of those perspectives, we, we, we think in terms of, you know, our own stuff, like what we're looking at. We may have to look at another's point of view. But it's also about your inner world versus your outer world, what's going on, right? And it's also um, about you know, seeing that everything as a whole rather than separate. So when I have taken time away, I do, you know, it's kind of human to go, oh, my gosh, you know, what's going to fall apart when I'm not there? Um, But other things here on the other opposite side, what caused me to be away was because things were falling apart, right? Right. Not just just in personal life and not um, professional life. So one of the things when we work, you know, when we earn, we tend to keep those things going. It's much harder to do when you are self-employed we're basically independent uh business women and entrepreneurs and everything's pretty much on our shoulders <laughs> including this podcast ah! yeah, that's right <laughs> so anyway stay tuned we shall return shortly and get this conversation going thanks for tuning in to oracle soup pull up a chair and join Gina and Katrina for a bowl of warm and nourishing conversation. Coming up next. Welcome back to Oracle Soup. And I'm Katrina Wynn. And I'm here with my sister, Gina Thies, in the house. In the house. And, you know, okay, I'll be honest. It has been stressful. And I've been tired, and life has put a lot on my plate, and and it's hard sometimes to be your best. I know for me, when I'm doing readings, if I'm working with people, or even if I'm interacting with people online or whatever, I want to be my most awake, my most aware, and my most present. And if I'm not putting in my best I, I a part of me just doesn't want to be there or do it and it's not because I don't love to row or, or love the people or the connections it's more like the best that that passion that's in me 
is having to be redirected at the moment. And it's even being converted into something that's maybe, in my case, a little less passionate, dealing with, you know, family stuff and and my life, like um, like the hanged man or the hanged card, things being turned upside down when those unexpected things come up. And I, I thought since Gina and I were both going in our own ways through something like that, I'm not surprised that other people, obviously, other people go through this as well. So we wanted to speak to this as Tarot people and how how do you keep your passion alive but also allow it to kind of be on a shelf for a while and put it aside as you need to be it to be and then pick it back up again when you're ready. You know, I had a conversation with our dear friend, Wald Amberstone. The, the question he posed was, who do you know in this day and age who's not busy and then he posed another question are you ever bored (laughs) and and so in reference with you know i'm looking at you shaking your head are you ever bored when's the last time you've been bored i don't even know how to spell that word (laughs) (laughs) right so but let's let's keep it to our realm of divination and and tarot and all of the things uh, uh, the intuitive arts there's always something going on, right? There's always more to learn. There's always a new perspective. There's always information pouring out. There's always someone to support. There's always a book to read. And so even if you are uh, at novice level or student level, you tarot gets interesting enough that you can you know, continue for years and years and years, like raise your hand. Some of us have been involved uh, with, with, um, with, with the art. You know, my initial break, you know, we started, okay, we're going to have this little period because I'm moving. And then you've got stuff going on and we've got conferences and all sorts of things happening. And frankly, it was an unexpected um, in terms of length to be away. So in terms of the things that we enjoy doing that push out information, those things were put aside. However, I never took time away from my clients. I never stopped actually working. <laughs> but I was not in in terms of socializing visible, say, you know, on, on Facebook. And we we took a break from doing the, the, the Oracle Sue podcast just because it was too, it's like the plate was piled high enough, right? So... You know, in in times of, uh, I'd like to, in mentoring, doing business mentoring, I often talk about what do you do in times when you're slow? So this could be, you know, also equated and useful for what happens when I hit a slow uh, period and I don't have as many um, clients or I don't have the income, what what to do, what what sort of needs to happen. So we can talk about, you know, a little about of those aspects, but how to keep going. Well, you know, personally, I never really stopped going in, in tarot. I still had appointments, gigs, and, and, you know, those things to, that earn money to fulfill. So now scheduling those and having the energy, oh my gosh, well, people often ask me, I had someone, uh, a client said, you must get exhausted. You must have, you know, don't you get tired? Don't you get, I was like, well, I happen to be human this lifetime. <laughs> I happen to be human. And yes, I get tired. Yes, it's a lot to do. However, um, you know, when you work out, right? So I started years ago 
go reading 14 hours a day. So it's not for the lighthearted. And I, you know, I don't just do a simple thing. I, you know, I have to go really deep. So it's like, yeah, however, I've conditioned myself to reserve parts of me. So I'm not pushing it out. Right. Um, There are many ways people do protection rituals, uh, energy rituals, all sorts of things to help in terms of being able to um, adjust uh, in the being in the space to to read. And um, I, I, I realize that I still have to reserve parts of me that helps and um, know to say and admit when I'm defeated. And so just like you, I, I will not. Uh, attempt to perform a reading when I don't feel like I am in a space to do so energetically health wise or or any of that I also during this period that we've been away I got really sick and was sick for about a month and even if we had done a a podcast if I could have made it through the coughing you talked to me over the phone you're like oh I don't like (laughs) it No, I, after talking to you on the phone, which Gina and I remember, this is how we started Oracle Soup. We just talk and talk and talk. Anyway, by checking in with my girlfriend here, I could tell, oh, yeah, we're taking time off from this. This is important because it's time out for both of us. And it's interesting our, how we synchronized with that as well. Yeah. Well, could I share something for me? And maybe yes. this comes up for other people, too. In my case, I had to resist scheduling things because I had tons of opportunities and wonderful things I wanted to do and I was kind of forced to put them on hold and I'm imagining you know sometimes when people go through these things they're afraid like either a I'm not going to get another opportunity like that or b I hate to disappoint people by saying no or you know a lot of things like that where you're going wow my life literally is on hold for this year in my case almost and uh, I'm having to put everything off for a year but guess what anybody I think who studies the tarot as a book of, of wisdom follows the wisdom of the tarot and the tarot itself is teaching me that you know what it's okay to take time off it's okay to go into the underworld and go through that hanged man death and then coming out the other side temperance or art because that is what I'm going through and the more I can experience these things and learn from them meaning the sacrifice the surrender and then the rebirth if you want to call it that the stronger and the deeper I can be to help others. So I really try to put it all into perspective and go, even though I'm not focused on what my goals were in the moment and really being available to the degree that I normally am and then more, I'm working on me right now. I'm doing some really, really deep work. And this is only going to enhance my work later on. And that's also just as important as the actual going out and teaching and doing other things. Well, you know, what we do in terms of the podcast, you know, newsletters, uh, you know, helping others in tarot is about a certain a certain element of sacrifice. I mean, we sacrifice time away to be able to do this, and sometimes you have to make a decision around what is priority. And if you tend to ignore certain things, at some point those things beg for your attention, right? And so it, it, in terms of being successful with your, your practice, it's all about prioritizing and knowing sometimes, I had to learn this one, when to say no or when to call it quits. <laughs> and so 
if it if I had to also say no to to people and when I tend to say yes to everything because I want to help so many people but I've had to learn how to say no as well and it's it's really okay and my last thought to finish up I'm thinking in terms of um, when when you take time away how to sustain your business and sometimes it's it's all about what we do foresight and really planning and sometimes uh, if you work 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 and never are away that could be have certain consequences as well but the best thing you can do is prepare as best as you can to have something in place where if you can't tend to business or you know you have a slow period other things that will help sustain you other projects you know other avenues of earning right in fact i would even extend that and i'm sure you meant that is uh, there might be even just life sustaining activities people friends or just peaceful quiet places that you can go where you feel safe and you can regenerate uh also i have to admit though for me when you were talking about doing these 14 hour days and 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 i just went through a whole week (laughs) just like a whole week it feels like but really intensely three days of reading where I read 10 to 12 hours a day and I'm one of those people who I get energized by my work I could probably do that pretty solid for four to five days Mm -hmm. Um, there aren't that many opportunities to do that though and um, and also I don't want to what should I say um you know, like you said, we have to pace ourselves and we have to prepare ourselves. So even though reading itself isn't draining for me, I still got to make sure I eat and sleep and, and take care of the rest of this, this human body part while the, the spirit part is, you know, just the one that's the conduit for the uh, the information to come through. Oh, I also get energized and get really excited about, about while away I did. Um, I had an out-of-town gig in Paris, Texas, and then I had to drive back home. You know, this is about a two-hour drive for me, and the following night <laughs> had another <laughs> gig. And so it's like if you're going to take those t- sorts of um, jobs, back-to-back gigs, you've got to find the energy. You've got to stay. You're in, you know, it's like most of the time you're in a festive occasion, so you've got to have the energy and the personality and all that that goes yes. along with it. So readings right. do energize me as well. It's almost like being a professional athlete, and you have to think about things like food is fuel, you know, so you keep yourself fueled. And in my case, aromatherapy also ends up being part of my fuel. So what are your tools are that help you keep fueled so that you can be functioning and healthy and vibrant to really deliver whatever it is you're here, what your gift is in the best possible way? So to kind of wrap it up, time out is really important, even if it's in little, you know, areas of your life or larger areas. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad we're both back up on Oracle Soup, and we're glad to have you listening to us. And if you've been through an experience like this, feel free to write something on our – we have our Facebook page, Oracle Soup, and we also have our regular um, website, oraclesoup.org. spending time with us at Oracle Soup. We invite your comments and topic suggestions on our Facebook page, also named Oracle Soup. 
be sure to visit our website, oraclesoup.wordpress.com, for hot new servings of our saucy talks, as well as past podcasts stored in our Oracle Soup pantry. And visit our individual websites and learn more about our dynamic offerings. Katrina Wynn at tarotcounseling.org. Counseling is spelled C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G. And .org is like Oregon. Gina Thies at tarotadvisor.com. Advisor spelled A-D-V-I-S-O-R. This podcast is intended only to provide a summary and general overview on matters of interest. It is not intended to be comprehensive, nor does it constitute legal advice or legal opinion. You should seek legal or other professional advice before acting or relying on any of the content. And thanks again for listening to Oracle Soup. Y'all come back now.